Welcome to this exciting episode of the Slab Bodyboarding Podcast. I've had the pleasure of hosting the legendary drop knee bodyboarder, Stevie Maher. This episode was originally recorded as an Instagram Live mid-2022, but due to some technical issues, I'm releasing it now, and believe me, it's worth the wait. In this episode, I dive into Stevie's recent signing to the Vehemence brand, one of the only drop knee first companies in the bodyboarding world. We explore some of their sick board range and what exciting projects Stevie has in store for us for the future. Stevie is not only an accomplished rider, but also an entrepreneur who hosts bodyboarding-only boat trips to the Mentawai Islands. With a few trips already planned for 2023, we hear about what to expect from these unforgettable adventures. So sit back, relax, and join us for an exhilarating chat with Stevie Maher as we talk about his passion for bodyboarding, his career, and what the future holds for him. Are you looking to stay safe online, increase your privacy, and scratch out the best prices for airplane tickets around the world? Then Surfshark VPN is definitely for you. Surfshark VPN allows you to browse the internet more safely and privately by concealing your location from any pesky hackers who might want to have a nosy poke around your device. Surfshark VPN also allows you to get great prices and deals on things like flights and hotels because you can change your location, thereby snagging local deals which you may not have been able to otherwise. Surfshark VPN has offered a fantastic 83% discount plus 3 months free just by following the link in my bio and using the discount code SLAB. That's S-L-A-B on checkout. Welcome to the Slab Bodyboarding Podcast. Uh, Thank you so much for, for jumping on. Super stoked to have you here. How are you doing? No, Where mate. are you? What's going on? Um, uh, mate, just just out at home. We just um got a new place out at um just out the back of Coolum. So. Uh, me and the missus just brought a place out there. So, yeah, I've just been in the yard just doing a bit of things at <laughs> the Savi. So, yeah, ready for a, ready for a bit of a lager, the, the Savi. Yeah, but, um, yeah, no, it's great. It's only 15 minutes to the beach out here. So, it's stoked to own a house now. So, it's it's good, it's good Chris. Eh? Thanks for inviting me on here too, mate. No worries, <laughs> dude. No worries. Pleasure, mate. Yeah. Home ownership, yeah, it's a big step for... A lot of young people struggle with that now, eh? It's uh, um, super it's, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in, the UK, in the UK, it's mad too. But uh, you got yeah. any waves lately? You you mentioned the other day you were going for a surf this morning, first thing, or have you just been in the yard? Yeah, I just been in the yard this weekend with a missus. But um, yeah, no, it's um, it was definitely some waves today uh, on the Sunshine Coast. The boys are getting some waves down Merbar there, so yeah, it was. It's definitely some waves, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to hit it next week. I've got a big week of work coming up, so <laughs> yeah, but yeah, profit get back over the, the Indo, though. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that segues pretty beautifully into one of the topics we wanted to cover today all bodyboard charters. Let's talk about that. So, tell us a little bit about what you're doing there. Um, yeah, mate, I've been doing it for a fair while, so um, since I think 2014. And then um, when I left um, my hometown of Coolangatta, I went over there and just started started it up. There was a niche for it. I mean, yeah, there was so many. We were, I was at the time I was working on a boat over there, and um, we were taking surfers and bodyboarders on at the same time. But mm -hmm. I was like, what one of my friends said to me. He said, "Oh, like no one's doing all bodyboard charters here, Steve." So I'm like, "Well, I've got the boat." My friend's boat I can use any time and yeah, so I just put I just started up like that. So, um and it's it's going good. Like I can only certain do certain amounts of trips per year. 
Yeah. But um, due to work and stuff like that. But I mean, yeah, it's it's a great thing. I love it over there. It's um, it's awesome. Like we do trips, eleven nights, ten days. Yeah, and then we go and surf some of the best waves in the world. It's it's awesome. And then we got photographer on board. Everyone gets fed. Yeah. So basically, we just cruise around searching the best waves and um with a bunch of bodyboarders and and yeah. um getting them best waves on the best day you know on that day so it's, yeah it's awesome you said it's, it's your friend's boat what sort of vessel is it too yeah it's, it's just an 85 footer so we can sleep up to 12 crew on it yeah and then yeah we got two runabouts to drop people in and out of the surf and then we yeah sleep all the got crew downstairs and then me and the boss upstairs <laughs> so yeah no, it's and, then we get, and then we've got um you know like all the fishing gear on there yeah. You know, in between sessions, we do a lot of trawling and then also doing, um, you know, like all the snorkeling gear on there and everything. So, so you know, in between sessions of surfing yeah. the best waves in the world, you can, um, you, you know, go fishing and, and trawling. Yeah. And then I've got a lot of friends out there that own resorts in the men. So it's, uh, yeah, so in between that, we go into the, check out the resorts, take the guests into check out the resorts and, have a game of pool and have a few beers in the in the afternoon. A couple of bin tangs, so it's awesome. <laughs> have nice. to get you over there one time, Chris. <laughs> oh, for real, man. It's definitely, I, I mentioned the other day, it's it's up there. It's, it, I think for every bodyboarder, it's got to be on your bucket list. Or every wave rider, a boat trip in the mental eyes has it's got to be on your bucket list. It's, um, yeah, just a dream to to go over there i've done a fair bit of traveling myself but never a full-scale boat trip which yeah definitely, yeah, uh, <laughs> definitely it's, up it's there. something that everyone i think everybody has got to do it i think yeah it's um yeah it's just great atmosphere being with all the you know with a bunch of bodyboarders and um you know everyone's hooting each other and it's great so we sort of it's good because we interact with the boats out there as well like okay. i mean so everyone's on the blowers and then we're like okay where you guys surf and we won't surf that you know what i mean so there's so many different breaks there's over 100 breaks yeah and you know so if one side of the island's blown out the other side's offshore so it's it's continuously waves and and that's why i love it over there it's a wave magnet of of the world it just yeah it's consistently waves like i've done over say 120 charters and i reckon there's probably been maybe one or two charters that we got sort of skunked on but i mean <laughs> yeah that, 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 that's the ocean and that's what happened i mean that, but you can't roll with that but i mean that's yeah out of 120 charters so yeah no you're doing pretty good <laughs> mm -hmm, definitely as maybe a, a first timer that might be going on a boat trip what could could a first timer expect on kind of your charter that would maybe be different to others um we we basically just have a look at the charts at the start and then basically you, we go from there, you know, the caters for all, you know, not just professionals, it caters for different sort of aspects of bodyboarding from your beginner to the, to the professionals, whatever. But yeah. I mean, um, yeah, no, we'll make sure that we get you in the best waves on the best day. And that's, yeah. you know, we, me, me and my partner in crime, we, we, we know the, the place like the back of our hand. So it's, we, we know what's going to go down with the charts and, we, we work together on that, so it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. And what sort of spots, you say obviously they're the best waves in the world, but what sort of spots are you surfing? What are you looking up for? Oh, there's so many. Like there's um, <laughs> macaronis, uh, yeah. greenbush, 
Um, one of my favourites is Roxy's. I love Roxy's because uh, being a drop near is such a uh, rippable wave, like on a right yeah. hander. So um, yeah, I love going right coming from Snapper Rocks. So yeah, <laughs> no, it's um, it's a uh, great, it's great from it's a great wave. Um, that, oh look, Chris, oh, there's so many, mate. Yeah, you just got to get there. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Have you? had like an all-time favorite trip like one that just stands out yeah i have to say there was one there i went with uh garth mcgregor you know garth mcgregor i don't i, I think i may recognize the name but i'm i don't think i've run into him yeah right he I, yeah garth got a second in the trip uh, in the chopu contest a couple of years ago he's a good friend of mine from newcastle okay. so um yeah and um he's a, just a you won't see him surf under three foot, but when it comes up to six to eight feet, yeah. he comes to play, right? So it's, it's, um, and he's a big boy, so he charges. But yeah, I, I definitely say a trip with, with Garth would have been pretty good, like, um, scoring probably six to eight foot macaronis with only us out there would have to be one of the highlights, I'd say. Um, it was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had uh, like a proper kook on board that you just thought, this dude, I can't wait to get off? Ah, oh, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you have to ask the question, Blake. With, when you have like a bunch of people together and you, when you've done it, you say like 120 times, there's got to be at least one time when you've thought, oh man, I cannot wait to drown this guy. Ah, oh, mate, there's been, there's been that many, Chris. I mean, um, but... <laughs> And that's there's been there's been you got to you got to be able to weigh up them people you know what I mean so hundred percent yeah you got to be able to adjust the different people that you know what what's happening in their things and I mean yeah there's been a couple there that I wanted to give a little shove overboard you know what I mean <laughs> but you know you can't do that I mean um, that's yeah. what, you know you can, you, that's we run a business and that's what you got to do you know, we've got to get yeah. through all that but um, yeah no there's to go back to your question, yeah, there's has been a couple I wanted to show over, but um, what what makes you know, you, what is what are the good. things that kind of like especially like on a on board a boat you're the captain you're the what you say goes but what makes a kook in your eyes what are the things that really grind you no, just a little bit of whinging about surfing here surfing there or <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean you're gonna get that on a boat trip I mean 100%, you know yeah. when you've got ten when you get ten guys that want to go there and then you want to go there and they don't want to so i mean that's sometimes part of it i mean mm -hmm. um you, you do get that but i mean majority of the time everyone's pretty like cool. yeah let's face it you're not you're not picking up a shovel and going to work and you, you know you're in mm -hmm. the mentor wise one of the best places in the world definitely and people are still winning you know what i mean i'm just like <laughs> wow <laughs> You got to weigh that up. And that's what I sort of say to them. I was going, look, okay, guys, I know that's, you know, we said we just surfed three or four foot perfect, but you're still whinging. But I mean, that's, that's cool. But what do you, would you rather be in Australia or wherever you're from <laughs> picking up mud or doing this or back at work? You got to, you yeah. just got to weigh that up and just go, Absolutely. you know what? I'm in paradise right here. Just let's not. Fuck. Let's not win. You mentioned when we chatted yesterday uh, that you were considering adding a land camp to kind of your portfolio of what you were what you were doing. What does that look like? So, 
You said it was oh, yeah. yeah, so I'm going to go down near um, now near Fergo's camp. Um, one of my friends, um, Nick, he's just opened up a, a land camp before COVID, and we were going to work together with that. So it's called Samudra Villa. So all the crew out there that's listening, whatever, um, check them out. Um, awesome setup. I'm actually mm-hmm. taking the um, – because – I'm um, president or vice president of the Sunshine Coast Bodyboard Club. So I'll be taking all the Sunshine Coast boys over there in October. Okay. So we're going to go down there and trial that and sit and check out the waves down there. So it's going to be, it's going to be good. A lot of first timers on that trip. So with the boys and stuff, so it'd be good to do that. And then, yeah, but um, it's called Samudra Villas. Awesome setup down there. And um, yeah, I can't wait to get there. <laughs> Sick. Sick. And and what sort of surf spots are, are around there? Honey Smacks is the the peak. There's all different sorts of different breaks. Right out the front is the perfect little like um like a little D bar setup, like a little left and rock blowouts, mm-hmm. um, beachy. So yeah, that's right out the front of our joint. So um yeah, that's you know I just can't wait to get over there this year. I'm you know I haven't been able to travel for what nearly three years now because of COVID. Mm-hmm. So I uh, spent a lot of time over there in Indonesia. I spent out of all my trips, I've probably gone through about seven or eight different passports with just Indonesian stamps on them. So <laughs> I mean, I spent a lot of time. So nearly fourteen years of my life in Indonesia. So yeah, yeah. I've, I've been missing it. So I want to get over there. So I can't wait to get back there, Chris. You know. <laughs> Sweet. So let's just touch on that. So you obviously pro DK rider, but what's your backstory? How did you get involved with the trips to well, obviously the boat trips and also your kind of, you mentioned that you've lived quite a bit of time in both Bali and in, in Indonesia. How did that all start up? Oh, I think when I was maybe I was 17 or 18 and then I went over there on a trip with a couple of friends and um, I was actually sponsored through Ocean Earth at the time. And then they sent me over there on a, on a trip mm-hmm. and then i I always loved the Indonesian culture. I just loved it over there. It was, it was great. Um, you know, the, the people, the atmosphere, great value for money. I mean, like, you know, you could take a couple of men over there and you could be there for a month or two, you know. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. when, you, when you're doing that, sort of, I'd rather go and do that where I would go and enter a contest now. You know what I mean? I've been there, done that. Or, you know, mm-hmm. I'd rather save my money and go and do, do, these, do these trips and, and stuff like that. But, yeah. To go back to your question, yeah, about when I was about seventeen or eighteen, yeah, I went over there and I just, I just love the place. It's, it's, yeah. I don't know. Have you, have you been there, Chris? Been to Bali, yeah, and been to uh, Indonesia. Two thousand fourteen, I did an East Java trip to uh, a, a pretty famous uh, reef break, Watukurung. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's uh, we flew into Yogyakarta. I'm definitely saying that wrong. Then a three-hour taxi trip uh, through the jungle, which was which was sick, and then into just a little, this tiny little vi- vi- village of Pakitan or Pachitan. And um, yeah, Pachitan. Yeah, Pachitan in in the region of Pachitan. And you come down the hill. It's what I imagine Bali would have been like maybe. 30 20 years ago maybe a little bit longer very local they have one restaurant which is a pizza hut which is like a pizza hut which is a pizza place serving the best pizza pretty much all the houses are homestays and yeah they were it was 
all bodyboarders because it's such a hectic break. It just yeah, breaks yeah. super shallow on that slab. There were, I think, maybe 30 or 40 bodyboarders there at the time. Oh, wow. And, and only two stand ups out of all of them. So it's a, like, it, for any bodyboarders wanting to do an Indo trip that is not to mental wise on a boat trip, Watakurung is the best place to go. It, it's Definitely. An, absolutely incredible. We landed, I didn't have any plans, but always wasn't meeting anyone. But when I landed there, the level of riders in the water was incredible. So Dudu Pedro was there, PJ Thomas oh, was wow. there, Mateus Diaz was also there. Uh, Stephen Dupree was also there. So these are just boys that happened to be there at the same time. Such an epic trip. On the low tide, you get the left-hand break, and on the high tide, you get the, the right-hand break with, just in yeah. the bay. So such a sick place to go. And uh, we stayed with an awesome, awesome family at a place called Ari's Homestay. They fed us. Yeah, I, I, uh, I've seen that a lot on, um, on, the, on, the, on the book and on Instagram. They, a lot of crews stay there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Heaps of crews upstairs. We had a, um, an air-conditioned room. Uh, the one thing I can say about Java is the coffee is terrible. <laughs> 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 it's basically just uh, they just put the coffee grounds or the, the, the ground coffee straight in the water, and you get to the bottom. It's just um, you'll probably know just a thick black sludge of Java coffee at the bottom. Oh. Of the <laughs> you know, and coffee. There's, there's no dairy, so you yeah, get the condensed milk. Right? <laughs> no, no condensed milk, man. Nothing. <laughs> That's for the boat cruiser. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, no, yeah. it's yeah. And then we we flew out of there and then went to Bali and and um, I, we did it the wrong way around because Bali on its own is an experience. I mean, there's you know what it's like. It's busy yeah. and loud and yeah. We stayed near Bintang, uh, not Bintang, uh, Bingen Beach. I surfed Bingen Beach a few times and there was the hustle and there were full of American stand-up surfers and like just yeah. like, having come from a bodyboarder's paradise, it was a kind of like, was a bit shell-shocked. I don't know if that makes makes sense. Um, yeah. If yeah. we'd done it the other way around, gone to Bali first, really enjoyed Bali and then gone there, maybe would have, maybe I would have appreciated Bali more, but I still loved it. Yeah. Had good party, yeah, and uh, yeah, <laughs> good, <laughs> yeah, good times, good nah, times as well. It's good. Yeah, I was doing that when I was working in the Mentawires. I was doing a month on the boat, and then I'd come back to Bali and just treat Bali as a a, 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 a party place, you know. I mean, yeah. but, you know, like that's all it was. It was. It's so like I was. I think I went there. It was back in the early nineties, and going back to what you were saying before, that's what it was like. You know, mm -hmm. it was pretty. It was lived back then. You know, like yeah. You know, I've watched watched it now, and and, and you know, I still love it there. I love, I love going there, and uh, mm -hmm. my missus loves going there, taking her there, and just chilling out. I mean, mm -hmm. after a surf waves, and and then coming back there and having a bit of you know a bit of a party and just chill out. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's good. But I mean, it's so crowded there now. Like it's, it's crazy. Yeah. But I mean, you got to you know, if you're on a holiday, if you make the best of where you're at, I, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And there's still definitely waves to be had. So I just sat real nice and deep on, on the reefs. And um, it was like, you must have surfed Bingham Beach, but pretty shallow reef break. Stand-ups were struggling a little bit because the tide was sucking it pretty dry. But I was enjoying it, just having a good time. Yeah. And, and then we stayed in just a small homestay in, in Bali, but we spent most of our time at uh, Ayana Resort, which is a massive 
hotel with a pool bar, like a massive pool and a really like fancy cocktail bar. And we just spent most of our time there, even though we weren't staying at the resort, we just get a taxi there, hang out at the pool. Yeah. And yeah. just enjoy it, oh, and cool. have drinks and party. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, super sick. They were pretty nice. cool with us coming in. Didn't give up, didn't mind. Or maybe they didn't know. <laughs> in the in the in the rules, right? <laughs> yeah, in the rules. <laughs> nah, it's good. It's good. It's good. I'm actually. I'm gonna do a um next year. I'm I'm doing an all DK trip over in the Mets. So okay. I'm gonna um I, I did one back in Java with yeah 2015 with a few of the boys from over here. So I'm gonna uh, next year. I've got that on 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 lockdown. So I'm gonna have I'm gonna have that. I'm got, I've got a few few good guys coming on that one so it's going to be um already locked in so it's going to be pretty sick so yeah doing a little dk trip next year so any of the crew out there want to jump on jump on you know it's like uh get in contact with me and um i'll, I'll go go from there but all dk trip next year chris it's going to be sick in the mental really? wise next i am next not season. a dk rider in any way shape or form but... <laughs> <laughs> Um, speaking yeah. of DK, you obviously have a few boards lined up behind you, and you've just signed with Vehemence. So tell yeah. us a little bit about Vehemence. The, yeah. Who are they? What are they doing? Give it to us. So um, my um, Kervin, who's the owner, is a friend of yours, I, I think. So, um, yeah, he just got in contact with me about a year ago, or a year and a bit ago, mm -hmm. and I knew this was coming out, so I was like, Oh wow, the DK first company, that's gonna be sick. So mm -hmm. I'm just like something that I wanna do and being involved with the a DK first companies was awesome, you know what I mean? Like especially being a DK rider. Yeah, and we've got some Curve's got some good um he's got three stock models at the moment now, Behemoth. Mm -hmm. So um we've got I'm riding the merchant, which is that one there, and then I've got um a couple of customs that I've got shaped up for myself. These are all like fully round nose things. And but yeah, no, it's it's good. And then um, he, I think Kevin's got the, um, uh, what is it? The serpent model as well. And then he's mm -hmm. got a model that also caters for prone and drop knee. So I mean, a crossover model, yeah. It, yeah, so there's, there's, three, there's three models there at the moment. So to be involved with it, with um, Kervin and the and Behemoth is, is going to be good. I, you know, I was umming and ahhing and going there, but I was like, you know what? It's, I, I, I'm, I'm loving it. It's, I'll put my heart and soul into into it. And, um, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm just stoked to be a part of the team. So, and, and work with Kervin and, and Behemoth into the future is going to be pretty sick. Um, I've got We've got some good things going on in mm -hmm. the pipelines for 2023 as well. So, um, yeah. yeah, keep Keep in contact with them guys, behemoths, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about that merchant stock model for any DK riders out there. What makes it special? Like, have, you've obviously ridden it. Yeah, so, I had a first crack on it. Yeah, yeah, I had a first crack on it there the other week, Chris. So I mean, I, I've only only surfed it once, no, twice actually. Yeah, I, I always like the round nose. The DKI and an arm old school, so I mean, yeah, rounder nose, and then you've got your little divots here for your, you know, your knees, seven across the top, pretty pretty rails. So yeah, it's something that I've always look, looked at, and I've, I've worked with Kevin on on my custom shapes as well with that. Mm -hmm. So these are uh, a little bit narrower across. 
this is five with the uh, the merchants seven, I think. So, okay. um, yeah, so that's the one I've got here is actually like the serpent, five inches across the nose. But if you can see, you probably can't see, but I mean, these are pretty, pretty, even though know, you can't really see from there, but they're pretty punky. Like, I've got a little bit of nose lift there. And I've always liked that sort of shape. Everyone's different, I suppose. But, I mean, yeah, they were my customs. But then you've got the Merchant, which is – I love the Merchant. It was pretty sick. Um, it went really well, driving off the bottom for good. I was stoked. I got um, two customs and then I got um, one stock board, which is the Merchant. So, yeah, I'm riding that. Very cool. And are yeah. you running the um, the special uh, sup leash, the stand-up paddleboard leash, the extra long one? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, he gave me he gave me a try of that. Um, I'm just testing it out. I'm also with the thrash, so <laughs> oh, you're also with thrash. Thrash ah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just trying that one out from here. I, I have got one here. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw that come out, I was like, wow, that's that is just a uh, a stand up paddleboard leash. But <laughs> I don't know if it works. I'm not a jockey knee rider, so I I don't know if that. Yeah. Makes it, I if, does it make a difference? Have you tried it yet? Yeah, I, 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 it does. It's it's such a sick leash. Like I need the behemoth one. I mean, so yeah, no, it does. I've always liked a little bit longer leash anyway. Like yeah. I mean, I've always got these these Russian ones, but it's a little bit longer. But I mean, they go good. Yeah, leash is a leash. Yeah. <laughs> It was just something I hadn't seen before. I was like, wow, that's, a, that's an interesting take on it. Let's cast our attention back to your story. So where where did you grow up and where does your bodyboarding story start? So I grew up at a little town south of Debar when I was a grommet. Okay. And then I moved up into uh, Duramba when I was about 17 or 18. Okay. And then I lived right on top of the hill at Duramba. So, I mean... I was second house from the top and I lived there for what, nearly 20 something years. So I'd wake up and I could basically just see D-Bar. So I was like, I don't know if you've ever surfed D-Bar, but it's really one of the best, most consistent breaks in Australia. Yeah. Is a left and right, uh, right wedge. And then just around the corner, you got the, the famous break of Snapper Rock. So yeah. it was, it was, it was good. So yeah, growing up there, um, was awesome surfing with the boys you know i remember in one stage there we had four world champions living in our street we had um we had rabbit bartholomew which he was 1978 world champion Mm -hmm. he's a good friend of mine Uh, and then i had two doors up from where i lived was stephanie gilmore okay um so surf with these guys on a regular basis and then i had joel parkinson living down the road he was in the same street and then at the back of me, I had Mick Fanning. So I was like, all these guys were, were sort of you'd grow up with, mm-hmm. and um, it was 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 awesome. Like people would be in awe of that. I mean, to go surf with these guys on a regular basis, and um, pretty tight fam uh, with the Fanning family. He, um, his uh, Mick's older brother was one of my best men at my wedding, so oh, pretty sick. tight with the guys and. Um, yeah. Big shout out to Lizzie, their mum. I, lo- I love her, and she was um back the backbone of the Mad Cats, I, I call them. So, <laughs> no, they're legends. No, no it's, it was good. It was good growing up there, Chris. So it was um it was it was good. I think that's when 
bodyboarding was in its best in Australia. I think in mm-hmm. in the nineties, it was smashing it. Like you know, like and surfing D bar on a regular basis was was pretty good. Like it was a lot of it was crowded, like super crowded, like mm-hmm. like two hundred guys every every yeah. session. So it was yeah. like um, you had to fight for your waves. I mean, yeah. I, I think a lot of us older school bodyboarders paved the way for a lot of uh, bodyboarders coming up, you know, getting out there and get some marks there. Like there was, there was fights, there was everything. So, I mean, like it was, it got pretty intense out there. So, but you know, you learn to snake pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) This question may fall completely flat, but uh, I'm going to ask it anyway, because it's sensational and it's uh, interesting. Have you seen the recent punch-up of that surfer and the kitty at Snapper Rocks? Did you see it on social media? I did. I did see that. Yeah, it was pretty heavy. I was like, "Wow, that's that was pretty nasty." Like, yeah, fair enough. The guy bodyboarded faded him, but I mean, like, that was pretty rough. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I don't know. What did you? What do you think about that? I, I was terrible, really. Oh, I mean, there's there's a few things I think that play a part in it, like. We don't know who they were or what that I don't think that's come out, but if it, if the dude was if it was a kid, if it was a grom, you don't need there's no need for punching groms, dude. Like you can give him a scolding or tell him off, give him some side eye, but punching a grom is just not on. That's that's for me. In terms of snaking or cutting inside or whatever, it's hard to tell. And I think that's open to interpretation. Also, like you said, in a place like Snapper, and I, I've never been to Snapper, but I grew up in Durban at North Beach. And um, again, on a good swell in the winter, uh, on a Saturday morning, you might have 100, 150 boys out there and everybody's hustling. Like everybody is oh, is, is hustling. Yeah. The rules, yeah, there's a level of respect, but do drop-ins happen? Do, do snakes happen? 100%. Like, absolutely. 100%, yeah. And yeah, you've just, yeah, okay. So you might get a pounding because someone cuts on the inside. You might take go over the falls, you get a drilling. I mean, Snapper Rocks is, is uh, beachy. Well, it's like it's a point break, but it's not massive reef under there. So it's not nah. a huge level of danger. It's not like you're cutting nah. someone up on a knee deep reefy. The consequences, yeah, okay. So he goes over the falls, gets a bit of a drilling on, on the sandbar whatever it happens you've got to chalk it up second or third time maybe you have a chat with them but paddle over and yeah, yeah. give I, them a smack it was, it. It was def- yeah it was definitely rough i mean like especially to a grommet i mean you don't see but you know that's what happens out there chris there's, there's that many people out there it just you know people get frustrated because they're not getting waves and then you know what it's like i mean 100%. you're sitting out there some guys could be waiting out there for an hour and all of a sudden that happens. It's, it, it's just going, and it's yeah. going crazy. And then why like, that sort of shit happens, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, you, I, I, I've seen so much of it over the years living there for like, what, 25 years yeah. in that area. Yeah. And I was quite lucky. I grew up with the Snapper Rocks Border Riders team, you know what I mean? Yeah. So the, we had, we had a great, you know, they were calling you in, you'd sit behind the rock and you'd, this is your one, Stephen, you know what I mean? Yeah. You go. And I'm like, yeah. So, I mean, like, if you weren't local there, you would, there was it's definitely a rotation system that, that goes on there. Which is the 100%. right thing to do. So, like, I mean, like, yeah. 
I, I, I grew up as a Grom on the south coast of South Africa in like 94, 95. And localism on that coast was heavy. Like spray painting all over the bridges. Like don't live here, don't surf here. Yeah. Localism was heavy. But what it did is, is coming up as a Grom and as a bodyboarder in a largely surfing I mean, the East Coast of South Africa is point break after point break after point break. Um, and Kervin will attest to that, but because he's also from the same place. Localism was heavy. And as a Grom, you you went through a, a legitimate and like old school, people call it, we call it initiation, but uh, like a hazing. And a lot of that hazing was to do one of two things. One, it was to jump you into the crew, like just get you in and, yeah, to cut, like, feel a little bit of pain, which was good. Uh, but the other one was was testing your ocean skills. So we served, yeah. I, as a Grom, sort of 11, 12, 13 years old, the expectation was that you were surfing every day after school, and but you weren't allowed to catch any waves. You had to paddle out to the yeah. back line, sit there, paddle back in, paddle out to the back line, paddle back in. You were basically, like, uh, there's, a few stories, but you'd be sitting on the back line and one of the like older stand-ups would paddle up to you and be like, I want a, uh, a Snickers bar. And you'd be like, what? And they're like, I want a Snickers. And you'd have to paddle back in, go get him a Snickers, paddle it all the way back out to him, they'd eat their oh, Snickers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real. And then they'd give you the wrapper oh, back yeah. and be like, don't litter. And then like, you'd have to paddle the, the Snickers wrapper back in. Well, that's really harsh. <laughs> <laughs> but what it did was they knew that it didn't matter how heavy the rip was. It didn't matter like how big it was. It didn't matter how many people were out. They were confident that they weren't going to have to mess up their session to come and pull some kitty that's got stuck in a rip, come and pull him out and, and drag him back to the beach because you've they know that you can paddle back in and out a hundred times in a session without any any hassle. Um, they also yeah, took, yeah. took advantage and used to beat the shit out of us sometimes. But that was that's where <laughs> that's where like my core of, abuse. Yeah, <laughs> standard abuse. That's where my core of um, like ability to like make a hard paddle because the south coast of South Africa, that east coast, like you're paddling. It's beach breaks, not exactly the same as snapper, but you're paddling into the rip and then through the break zone. There's no going around. It's not like a, a reef break where you've got a nice channel. You're paddling through yeah, the break yeah. zone over the sandbar. You, 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 you pick up a lot of skills from that. But And that was locals yeah. jumping you in. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of maybe miss the localism at certain beaches. I don't know if that's changed in Australia, if it's still around. Yeah, yeah, sort of a little bit. I mean, in certain spots, I suppose. But um, you know, I'm, yeah, whatever's you know, just take it. Take, you know, when you're out in the water, I suppose just take your turn and don't hassle through. I mean, like, yeah. But then you get spots like that where you've got, you know, it's it's dog eat dog. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. Especially yeah. at especially at Snapper, you don't look left, right? If you don't know them, just go them. <laughs> 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 you never look left you never look left at snapper rocks i'm giving you the hot tip right now never if, if you look left look, yeah you never look left you just if you don't know them you just go you know that's it <laughs> <laughs> so that's 
that's it. That was our fall, I mean, like as young kids. But I mean, also back, you know, I mean, back in the young younger days, I always had respect for my elders, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you know what I mean. I think that's gone out the window a little bit. They, I mean, a lot of the yeah, a lot of the kids now these days are like, oh well, if he's going to drop in on me, what's he going to do? You know what I mean? Like whatever's But you know, like, I've seen so much drama over the years. Yeah, the kids they they I think some of them use it and abuse it to the to um their getting ways, I suppose. <laughs> I, the other thing is, it's like if you paddle out at Snapper Rocks, I think you have to expect that you might get dropped in on or you might get snaked. Like you can't go in, you can't go into a session not expecting it. Does that make sense? Ah, oh, man. Yeah. If you, if you if you haven't got if you haven't got dropped in on a, at about five or six times out snapper, then you're doing all right. There we go. <laughs> there we go. So, there you go. I mean, that's why I live up on the Sunshine Coast now. I, I like I, I had enough of it. I think we had the best of it down there in back in the day. Yeah. Uh, there's. Like we get we get some awesome waves up here. We've got some great crew up here yeah. um, with us. So we've got um, you know a good good friends with all the boys up here that I grew up with competing against. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, no, we 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 got some um, great waves up here, especially at my little local. It's like an old little D bar down. We call it Y bar, so it's your rumba. So mm -hmm. that's my go-to spot here. Like, um, yeah, it's a good little left and the right, and um, yeah, it's a sick little wave. So. But yeah, no, we get good waves up here in the sunny coast. It's, it's. Um, I, I do miss the quality of waves mm -hmm. down from down home. I still call it home. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love living up here now. I love. It's great people. We like I said to you, own a house up here now, which is awesome. Going, everything's going good with the bodyboarding. Um, you know, just signed up with Behemoth for a couple of years. You know, run the bodyboard club. We also run a, a, a really high-profile drop near uh, contest up here on the Sunshine Coast, the Lindsay yeah. Longley Memorial. Yeah. So we rerun that, and um, yeah, so everything's going good. I love it up here on the Sunshine Coast. People are awesome, Chris. So if you ever get to Australia, come up over here and give us a visit and um, take for some waves, mate. You see, hundred percent, definitely. And yeah. I plan to uh, Australia is on the cards in the next few years but um nothing just yet but i'll definitely be at we're hitting that coast and i'm definitely bringing my boards so hopefully absolutely yeah <laughs> and i wouldn't i would love i would love to give snapper a, a crack i'm also yeah. uh i'm not a 15 year old grom so i can uh i can wear some punches <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, uh, well, you, you work, well, it's not just that like there's so many different spots um yeah around even around that like you go down the Tweed Coast, and there's so many different spots. Like oh, you don't, like everyone wants to surf one or two foot snapper, but then it's like D bars four or five feet. No one wants to surf it. You're like, <laughs> and everyone it? wants to surf one or two foot with 106 people. I'm like wow. But anyway, yeah. I'm done with that, so I don't live there anymore. <laughs> you know, I love it up here in the Sunshine Coast. <laughs> I've been there, done with, with that place. <laughs> so sweet, dude. Yeah. That seems like a pretty cool to place to wrap it up. Thank you so much for jumping on. Uh, big shout out to VMS awesome. and obviously the DK um, mission that they're on. Uh, anyone, oh. that, anyone that is keen on a mental eye boat uh, trip, check out uh, Stevie Maher's in personal Instagram and also all bodyboard charters on Instagram. 2023 is going to be some sick ones. All DK trip. 
yeah. and a couple of other trips in the Mentorwise in September. So um, anyone out there want to get onto it, jump onto my, like you said, into yeah. Stevie Ma and then all the board charters on Instagram. Yeah. Jump on and, yeah, we'll take you to some very good spots in the Mentawai Islands. It's awesome. <laughs> I will definitely be on a trip one day. I don't know when, but um, it's up there. Stevie, thanks Absolutely. so much for the chat. It's been sick. We'll definitely chat soon, dude. All right, Legend. Thank you for um, letting me come on and um, join you today. It was um, such a pleasure. And, um, yeah, it's great being, being great talking to you too, Ledge. No worries. <laughs> Cheers, brother. You. This episode was brought to you by Surfshark VPN. If you'd like a fantastic 83% discount plus three months free, just follow the link in my Instagram bio using the discount code SLAB, that's S-L-A-B, at checkout to get your discount.